In this episode of the Beauty Pro Podcast, I get to share with you one of my favorite people who has influenced my life, changed my life with myself, with my relationships, romantic work, and family, and has also helped so many other women around the world. I introduce you to Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, attachment theory guru, and my personal life coach and therapist. This episode, she's breaking it all down for us, and I cannot wait for you to meet her. Are you a beauty or barber pro looking for that push to do that thing you've always wanted to do, whether it's in or out of the salon, spa, or shop? Are you tired of not feeling good enough, smart enough, skilled enough? Are you tired of not getting a handle on your mental health, boundaries, and insecurities? I'm Christine Sherwood, the Beauty Pro Coach, an internationally certified coach, a salon and spa owner, and your personal Jiminy Cricket. I use my own experiences, good and bad, as a salon owner to help you be more self-aware, authentic, and forward-thinking in your approach to life in and out of the salon. It's time to reach your version of success with the Beauty Pro Coach Podcast. Hello, everyone. This is Christine, the Beauty Pro Coach, and I am so excited to introduce to you our next guest. She is a friend of mine. She is my personal uh, therapist relationship coach. I've taken her programs, I've read her books. I'm about to get her new swag. So I would <laughs> like to introduce to you Dr. Morgan Anderson. How are oh, you? Christine, it's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. I love I love this. You have your own podcast. You are going for it. <laughs> yes. So just some background for the listeners. Like Dr. Morgan here has seen me completely transform. Yep. And I felt like she needed to be here because if you are a beauty or barber pro listening to this podcast, you need to take in what she is going to be dropping. And we're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to talk about struggles. Um, so really quickly, Dr. Morgan, why, out of all the things, why did you become a psychologist, but also like tell everybody who you are? <laughs> yeah, I love this. And I, I love that I've had the privilege of watching you go on your healing journey. And just for all the listeners, I think, you know, that they know that like you really walk the walk of doing the work and healing and, and growing and to be able to witness you go from somebody who like fell into codependency or mm -hmm. had this people pleasing that you weren't even fully aware of. And it was just how you were on autopilot, totally self-abandoning. And then to see you now, it gives me goosebumps, Christine, like you have made such a transformation and I, I'm just so happy that I've been able to witness it. Um, and now you're helping people. So what, what an amazing gift that you can go through everything and then help others. Mm -hmm. Um, anyways, I had to, had to shout you out, but to answer, Thank you. 
Thank you. I will take it. <laughs> to answer your question. So yeah, I'm Dr. Morgan. I have a podcast too called Let's Get Vulnerable. Um, and I wanted to become a psychologist. I, I experienced childhood trauma at a young age, lot lost my mom at a young age, had to grow up really quickly. And what I realized is I was just fascinated with sur- like survival and coping mm-hmm. and healing. And even at a young age, I always wanted to hear people's stories. Mm-hmm. And I was like the girl on the playground sitting one-on-one with somebody asking them about their life and what they were feeling. So even from a young age, I just became fascinated with humans and how we can survive and overcome things. I think because I had to at such a young age. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I witnessed my dad go through some really difficult relationships to go through a few divorces Um, And then I myself started to develop terrible dating patterns and I was on the roller coaster of dating the emotionally unavailable person Mm -hmm. over and over and over and self-abandoning and just totally believed that my worth as a person was connected to my ability to be in a relationship and that if, if somebody broke up with me or didn't like me, that it meant that I wasn't worth anything. So anyways, I was totally spiraling. And then, you know, this story, but I was in graduate school studying to be a clinical psychologist in my second year. And I found myself in a relationship with a narcissist. Mm. And of course I didn't know it in the beginning. It was all the love bombing and dinners and fancy trips. And I thought I'd met Prince Charming. And then six months in, um, the devaluing started and all of the emotional abuse and, and everything. And I went through that for about a year. And then when that relationship ended, I was just at rock bottom. And I just remember that fork in the road of, wow, I can continue to spiral or maybe I could figure out how to have a healthy relationship. Mm -hmm. What if I just got really curious about that of like, well, I know that some people have them, even though I've never had one, I've seen people who've had them. So I thought, what if I just throw myself into research and I just try to understand how do you have a healthy relationship? And that's what I did. I threw myself into attachment theory, research, couples, everything about relationships. And I went on to do my own healing work. And as you know, now I've helped over 500, over 500 women have gone through the empowered, secure, loved program. Wow. Um, yeah, it's, it's amazing. And that I'm in a really so healthy, great relationship too. I always forget to mention that. Like yeah, my, yeah. my story has a happy ending. I <laughs> yeah. love myself and I have a great relationship and, and life is, life is good for me now after doing all my own healing work. And it is possible to have healthy relationships with yourself, with other people, with your clients even. Yes. No matter your past. I think people at some point, they just start labeling themselves mm-hmm. and they think that, oh, this is just how it is for me but they don't realize, guess what? You can have a different life. You can be different. You can have different experiences. 
it doesn't matter what your past has been. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy that you, you mentioned all of that because as beauty and barber professionals working with the public on such an intimate level from Brazilian waxes to balayages to highlighting all of that, you know, we get that, um, hairdressers get that label quote unquote of being a therapist, a therapist, a therapist. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have stories about going to my person who's doing my <laughs> hair and I was in a love triangle and I'm like sobbing in the chair and oh, no. this, this poor gay man was trying to walk me through <laughs> what I should do in this love triangle. So girl, I know all about it. You like you, you guys here everything you you do like everything and it's it can be really difficult sometimes to kind of separate ourselves from the salon to home to our personal relationships and growing up in the industry I have and my own experience myself and with my mom and all of that I have seen that there's so many in this industry that have really abusive friendships relationships um they can't go to hair shows because the boyfriend gets jealous and they're just going to learn and it's like this whole cluster of just yuck and so from being like a therapist outside looking in why do you think that is so uh, there's a few things that come to mind. One of them is you're drawn to serving others and helping mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. And what we know is that that will highly correlate with people pleasing. Um, it'll, it'll correlate with, you know, self-abandonment, prioritizing others, maybe falling into um, being a doormat or just devaluing yourself because you love to take care of others and make mm -hmm. other people beautiful, right? It could be really easy to abandon yourself and abandon mm -hmm. your own identity, your own needs. That's kind of my, my initial thought is that anybody in the helping profession service, there's that possibility that at some point you started to just prioritize taking care of others over taking care of yourself. So then what would be a good first step to kind of like, hold on, I got to put myself first, but still provide that value to clients, to people around me. Well, I love that we're talking about this and you could probably do so well at answering this question. You're, you're a pro in this area. Um, I honestly think the very first thing is awareness you, you know that you went through it. Of, mm -hmm. Whoa, I have to become aware of what's mm -hmm. currently going on and understand my current trigger triggers or my current maladaptive coping or ways that I'm showing up that are not healthy. I have to understand that first and become aware before I can change it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And nobody wants to do that. It's painful. No, no. And I've actually met other hairdressers who, who, and even estheticians who they say, what I got to examine myself. Oh, oh no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this psychology garbage. And it's like, but you're losing money because you're losing clients because you don't want to look at yourself. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I think about like 
being in your industry and you have all these people who they'll probably message you at all hours of the day. And they're mm-hmm. like, Ooh, I really need to get in tomorrow. Or I really have this thing, or mm-hmm. it, there's just so much of potential for you to get taken advantage of in this industry. And yeah, if you're not aware of what you're, what, what you're doing, that's unhealthy in relationships. I think it would be really easy for you to just get so burnt out. Do you hear that a lot? Like people that are just like burnt out. (laughs) These are buzzwords. These are buzzwords right now. Burnout, boundaries, value versus worth. It's, it's so much. And, you know, we hear about it a lot with our clients behind the chair in the salon, but I feel like we forget that this translates to our romantic relationships especially now with Valentine's day, you know, coming around it's, it's, there's a lot of depression because we're just in the salon all the time. And I will say this, you know, this Christine, that you cannot pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. If you're noticing issues in your relationships with clients, I would want you to start with your relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, let's really look at that first. How are you showing up for you? What are the ways that you're filling up your own cup? Are you clear on your identity? You know, I'm so big on identity. Oh, I love it. The, the beliefs about yourself, beliefs about relationships, beliefs about your career. What are you, do you, are you connected to your highest and best self? Do you even know what it looks like for you to operate as the best version of yourself? Like I, I would want people to get really clear on those pieces. Mm -hmm. And then I know the career and clients and business stuff, that's all going to come once the internal stuff is fixed. Thank you for saying that (laughs) because, because you can take all the business classes, you can, you know, come up with all the formulas, but if you don't fix what's inside your heart and your mind, it's not going to happen. You're not going to get those six figures. No, you'll sabotage it. Yeah. Yeah. So then what do you say to people who just can never not be in a relationship? Like they always have to have a relate. They always have to have a, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever. They always have to have a date for a party, a wedding, whatever it is. What do you say to those people? I used to be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> So I know, I know what did you say to yourself? (laughs) (laughs) I know what's going on. So there can be a number of reasons about what's going on there, but I would say that your norm is self-abandoning that Mm. you're not comfortable in the relationship with yourself and likely there's things that you're avoiding So you're, you're avoiding sitting with yourself. You're avoiding going internal and doing the healing work. And what feels comfortable for you is to just focus on someone else, right? Be Mm -hmm. codependent. We have, we have a term in psychology, we call it becoming confluent with someone Mm -hmm. where you Uh actually, you desire to merge with another person. And you become that chameleon and you're just focused on meeting their needs and being whoever you have to be so that you're not abandoned. And for a lot of people, that's their comfort zone. 
And it would actually be terrifying to sit with themselves and, and deal with like what's going on internally. But I would say, I would say to that person, you deserve to stop this cycle. Like let's do a pattern interrupt Mm -hmm. and let's make sure that you can sit with yourself and deal with the things that are going on internally. Mm -hmm. So the other day I got a question from one of my followers on Instagram and she said, it was a friend of mine and she goes, Oh my God, Christine, uh, do you have, what do you, what can you tell me about burnout? Because I am seriously going through burnout right now and I'm doing all the things that I love, but I'm still burned out. And this particular weekend that she messaged me, I myself was going through my own burnout and I needed a break and my brain was totally fizzled out. We got out of it. We overcame, we prospered. But what can you say from a psychological standpoint about burnout and relationships? Really good question. So burnout to me really does come from lack of boundaries. And are are people going to be able to watch this, Christine? Will they see my hat? You guys. Yes. Check out my hat. We're going to make it happen. (laughs) It says boundaries are hot. Let's all remember this. (laughs) Boundaries are sexy. Boundaries are hot. So really burnout comes from a few different places here. It's lack of boundaries with yourself. Like you don't even know what boundaries you need. Mm -hmm. And then you're not, since you don't know what you need, then you're not expressing it to other people. Right. Um, So like I can have a boundary around like, Hey, I know that I need to go to yoga or I need to go to bed at nine o'clock at night. But then if I'm not honoring that boundary that I set for myself, I'm going to lead to burnout, right? Like I'm not, I'm not caring for myself at a high level. Mm -hmm. You've read my book, you know, the chapter Yes, Ferrari. Ferrari maintenance. You are a Ferrari. You are not a Prius. Exactly. (laughs) You owe it to yourself to say, what does it take for me to operate at a high level? What's my maintenance to make it non-negotiable? And then if you're feeling off, you owe it to yourself to address it early. Mm -hmm. Whereas most people just ignore it and they're like, Oh, I'll just, you know, it'll it'll be, it'll be fine. And then it catches up to them. And, and then, then they're, and then they're just, what is they're burnt out They're yes. binging on Netflix and they just can't handle it anymore. And there's coping that we think is helping us. That is actually sabotaging us. Like the binging Ooh. Netflix okay. prime example. What other like, examples are there? Because this one, I wasn't expecting that. Yes. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Binge anything binge eat. Like if we're overeating, if we're over shopping, if we're over exercising, Mm. if we go into the mode of, I am just going to do, do, do in my Mm. coping, it is designed to help us numb and disconnect Mm. from ourselves. So you want to think about what is coping that is actually restorative coping that helps me go internal instead of focused external and Mm -hmm. instead of being distracted, I feel connected and plugged in to me. And and in order to do that, you need to be self-aware of yourself to know 
what lights you up? What makes you feel connected to your present, right? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. What is it that would bring you joy? And I think a lot of people, they've never done the experiments to figure that out, or they haven't made the time to even ask the question. And then it's just kind of like the default Netflix binging, shopping on Amazon, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, you deserve to really tune into what would, what would light you up? What would restore your energy? Like get curious about that. Yeah. Even, and even trying new things Yeah, that you would never, especially those, right? Because you're literally so vulnerable. You're putting yourself out there in a brand new way. You don't even know what's going to happen. Girl, you are so inspiring when it comes to that. You've been running these <laughs> races. I'm like, wow, this is a whole new thing you've been doing. And then you're lifting weights, like <laughs> yeah, heavy weights. You are, you are kicking butt in the new, the trying new self-care activities. Like you're really doing it. I, I recently started doing tennis. Oh, that's so cool. I just wanted something that I've never done before. That's totally new. And it does, it fills up my cup because I'm learning and growing and running around and it's just, I love it. Yeah. I love that. Good for you, Dr. Morgan. Thank you. We have to be willing to make the space for these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you stop, um, when I was, being trained in my own, in my coaching, if you stop learning, you die. That was one of the mantras that they had. And so I try to tell everybody that too. And so that's why for me, I'm always doing this new stuff and then taking your program, the ESL program, it was like catapulting me into this whole trans transformative process. And so I want you to really talk about that a little bit later on because yes. we're really halfway through, but, um, quick pivot, right? What through all of this information that I feel a lot of the listeners, these are like golden nuggets. Okay. People, but really quickly, what's a common myth or misconception that people have about you being a psychologist, being a relationship coach? that you're constantly having to like, no, no, it's like this, not like that. About me personally? Personally, professionally, both. Oh, I think people sometimes assume that I am perfect or that I can always communicate perfectly or that Mm. I'm always going to handle things in a perfect way. And I, I want you to know, no matter how much personal development you do or how much growth you have, perfect is a lie. Like perfect does not exist. And what we learn is that there's so much beauty in, in taking ownership. So when you make a mistake, it's about, Hey, I can take ownership and I can repair whatever I can repair this relationship quickly, but you're human. You know, we're not robots. You're never going to get to a place where you're just perfect all the time. And you always say the right thing. So please stop putting that pressure on yourself that you have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. It's not possible. Yeah. See, okay. You heard it for yourself from an, from a doctor. Okay. 
You don't have to be perfect. Stop with the with the perfectionism when you're doing the haircuts. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, all the detail work. So what is something, what's a trait or strength that someone needs to really be successful in their relationships professionally and romantically? I have, I have like seven things that popped in my brain. Go. <laughs> okay. Go. We'll, say, we'll say a couple. We'll say a couple. Um, number one is just assertive, open, honest, direct communication. Mm-hmm being able to communicate that way. There's so much that gets resolved once you can communicate that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem is, is that there's a lot of inner work that will lead people to have poor communication. So it's not enough to just learn the communication skills. You have to do the inner work that then supports you maintaining assertive communication Cause I could yeah. teach people all day long, like here's the frameworks, but if you haven't done the internal belief work, you won't be able to have healthy communication. So, mm-hmm. so those two, which I know, you know, all about that. <laughs> Christine's a pro here. Um, <laughs> and then the other big one, I think this is huge is curiosity, curiosity yeah. about Cause all of us have stories we tell ourselves, even with a client, right. Of like, mm-hmm. Oh, they canceled. They must not want to work with me anymore. Like right. maybe you tell that story. It's mm-hmm. like, what if I just said, huh? I wonder why, what if I was just curious, mm-hmm. just lead with curiosity instead of assumptions and your relationships will change, whether it's work, personal, all, all your relationships. For me, I know I can, which we've been working on is I could, I feel like I can be a little bit too curious. Is that a thing? Ask too many questions? <laughs> no, not, no, I don't think so. I don't ever think you can. I think when, when we really value relationships and we really value connection, we want to ask as many questions as, as we think of, right? Like it's a yeah. way to show that we're tuned in and we're, we're valuing the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely gotten shy by asking, but why and why, what is that for? And like all the questions, but then th- what you just said, well, if you value this connection, you're, it shouldn't be a problem. Like the other person shouldn't have an issue with you yeah. asking all the questions. And what happens is, especially in relationships, I want people to really get this. It's like, if you don't ask the questions, if you're not curious, then you're probably just going to assume based Mm -hmm. off old relationship models. So you're just going to tell the same story that you've experienced from prior relationships. And then you're just going to repeat that over and over. Mm -hmm. So we, we have to be curious so that we can have a different experience. Like, let this be different than your past. Stop yeah. just assuming, right? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So what's, what is the area that you do that just nobody agrees with you about, about agrees with you about? Um, like in, in what I teach, like, like yeah. something that's controversial. Yeah. 
Ooh, that's a really good question. In the beginning, when I first started this work, it was about attachment styles. There was a huge body of research that said that you could never change your attachment style. And I started piling up so much evidence that yes, you can become securely attached no matter what your attachment style is. So in the beginning, that was a pretty controversial idea. I had people DMing me like, why are you saying people can change their attachment style? I'm like, because they can, <laughs> because <laughs> I did, because my yeah. clients have. So yeah. that used to be controversial. I think my other one is, um, I always say, I, I, I don't know, for some people, they don't like this, is that your first date should always be less than an hour. I don't want a first date going over an hour. That's fine. What people don't agree with that. Some people are like, well, but what if it's going really well? And what if it's, you know, we're having dinner and I'm like, no, like you, the first date needs to be a low investment activity. I would love mm -hmm. if it was just a 30 minute coffee date or a walk around the park. Like we, we gotta have a slow investment. Mm -hmm. So I am pretty passionate about that. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That's perfect. Just enough time to finish your coffee. And yeah. then you're out of there. Be like, thanks you're for just, the free coffee. Bye. <laughs> yeah. You're just saying, do I like this person? Do I like being in their presence? Like that's, that's really all you're trying to find out on date number one. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what are some, what are some quick Valentine's day tips for people in relationships and the single folk. All right. I've, I've got you. So whether you are single or in a relationship, you need to be dating yourself mm. always. People make Love this it. mistake of like when they're single, they do all these fun things and they just, they're out with their girlfriends and they have all these wonderful hobbies and they're like, I love being single. And then they get in a relationship and they stop doing all that stuff. And then they get really unhappy in the relationship and then they blame the person and then they break up. Right. I, I yeah. see this cycle all the time. So keep dating yourself, no matter what your relationship status is, always prioritize that relationship with you and be curious about what does it look like to really show up for me? I love that. Is it possible to, to date yourself too much? when you're in a relationship? We could look at that potentially being hyper-independence or mm, avoidant okay. attachment style, right? We, we always want to say that there's the co-creation of the relationship and co-creation co of secure attachment. And if I'm not showing up to do, to do that because I'm so focused on me, then yes, that could be unhealthy. But the reality is, you can have both. You can have a great relationship with yourself and a great relationship with a partner. You don't have to choose. But, and then the, the real core is that communication piece again. Yes. What are right? the needs? What are the yeah. needs? Yeah. So what's an insult that you've ever gotten that you are so super proud of? And you just like, I remember that day. That was a great day. <laughs> oh I was dating somebody this is so funny you're you're taking me back Christine this was like <laughs> a long time ago okay 
I was in, I was in Portland, Oregon. I was dating somebody who was a construction worker. Um, and he told me that I was going to make too much money for him and that he wanted to be the higher earner and he broke up with me. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So very like old, like male ideas there about he wanted to be the one that was earning more in the relationship. So like, bye. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I, I, I hear that. And I wonder like my, my past self, like two years ago, I probably would have been like, Oh, okay. Then I won't do that. I won't take that job. I won't do that opportunity. You're right. Whereas me now I'm like, Oh yeah, this isn't going to work. See you later. Bye. Um, the right partner for you. Yeah. They are so thrilled about your success. I mean, that's my, my partner now He's like my biggest cheerleader and so happy for me and so supportive and it's true partnership. Mm-hmm. It's not comparison. It's just like, we're on the same team. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that was a compliment in a breakup. And then he got back together with his ex. So, and, and they're probably perfect for each other. They're like, great. Okay. They're great. Right. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we got a couple minutes still, but um if you are listening, Dr. Morgan has this program and this book, which you have to buy. But this program is all about what she's talking about today, which is investing in yourself. And I probably would not have truly known or understood what investing in yourself really means. I probably would have purchased well, I did. I purchased all the books and I was doing all of the online things. And then this particular program, the ESL program was like, okay, stop buying the books and do the work. So tell everybody what is this program? Yes, it is the empowered, secure, loved program. And it's all about finally releasing your past. So letting go of anxious attachment, Mm -hmm. avoidant attachment, codependency, all of your unhealthy relationship patterns, finally releasing them Mm -hmm. and then learning how to embody and become the securely attached version of you. And then it's all the healthy relationship skills that we wish somebody would have taught us at some point and Mm -hmm. learning how to actually put those into practice. And then I would say there's also a huge identity component about just really stepping into that identity and becoming the highest and best version of yourself. Which I think was my favorite part of the program was finding out. You've taken that part very seriously, which I I so have. I so have (laughs) because it's like, Yes, I want that amazing, beautiful relationship where we are partners and we're teammates and we're all, we're going for the same goal. But I'm a true believer in that you need to know who you are first. And you're always going to change. You're always going to evolve. And one day you're going to like lifting weights and the next day you're going to like running and the next day you're going to like kickboxing or horseback riding. But like you need to know who you are at the core. Yeah. And knowing your worth, right? Knowing your worth Mm -hmm. and being able to attract the level of partner that you're deserving of 
I, I think about you and I remember our very first coaching sessions. Okay. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I remember years yeah. ago. Um, and I can confidently say that you are attracted to a totally different type of person now than yeah. you were back then. Oh my goodness. A hundred percent. I was just telling somebody last night, like I have different Instagram couples that I follow with mm-hmm. all their like funny little things that they make. But you now you I can just I'm attracted to their healthy teamwork. Yeah. You know, like I can after taking this program, I can feel the ugh of of bad relationships. Yeah. And I just like run away. Like it just makes me sick to my stomach anymore. Yeah. You're attracted to emotional availability now. Mm-hmm. Which Completely. is that's that's the goal, right? It's like when we can really, cause it's not about, many people are like, Oh, I just have to find the right person. They believe mm-hmm. that lie of like, yeah. Oh, I just haven't met the one yet. I'll just keep swiping, whatever. It's not actually about that. It's about you becoming the healthy, securely attached version of yourself so that then you are just attracting the right person easily And then you're co-creating a great long-term relationship, but none of that is possible until you change. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so how can people get in contact with you? How can they get in on this life-changing program? Well, the best way is on Instagram. You can find me at Dr. Morgan coaching there. And then there's a link in the bio and you can apply we're, you're able to apply, you felt fill out an application and then talk with my team and they'd answer mm-hmm. all your questions about the program. Um, I, I love that we're, that we're talking about it. It truly, mm-hmm. it truly is such a gift just to see how impactful it's been mm-hmm. for people. And I mean, I kid you not like everything that's in there is what I went through. Yeah. Like I was my own Guinea pig. And I mean, now we've had over 500 people go through it. Yeah. Um, but this is, this is like, this is what worked after going through, you know, my doctorate program, studying attachment theory, going to all the Tony Robbins seminars, like all Mm -hmm. the things I've done in my life. I took the very best of everything and built this framework that Mm -hmm. moves people to securely attached. Yes. And that's how I found you. I feel like people find you at the, when they need it most in their lives, you know, like you in general, you, me, anybody. And I actually found you on Instagram, not because I was doing a search. I think you actually came up on my feed and I was like, who is this? And what are they saying? And I was like, (laughs) oh, I need this. (laughs) So so yes, go follow. It's Dr. Morgan coaching, right? Yes. Dr. Morgan coaching. Yeah. Yeah, And I, I so agree with you. I think people find this when they need it, you know, and I really believe in that. What is a question that I did not ask you that I, that you wish that I did? Oh my goodness. Um, that's a really good question. I'm going to steal that one for my go take it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that question. Well, I've been obsessed. You know, I'm obsessed with this topic and I feel like your audience needs to hear this. And this is like a classic Dr. Morgan thing of, I want people to stop 
watering the plastic plant relationships in their life, which means I want you to stop giving energy to relationships that can't grow to relationships that are not reciprocal. Mm -hmm. You need to start valuing your energy at the highest level and intentionally invest it. If you know that a relationship isn't going to grow with you, you got to stop investing your energy into it. Mm-hmm. But that, and that doesn't necessarily mean, you know, be rude to the person. No, right? no. That's like, okay, we don't work anymore. I'll see you later. And it's right? okay. It's okay to outgrow people. It's yeah. okay to say, wow, I'm realizing this is non-reciprocal or I'm realizing I don't really enjoy hanging out with this person. It mm-hmm. is okay for me to take my energy elsewhere. It really yeah. is. Oh, I love it. Thank you for being here, Dr. Morgan. This was like the best. I'm so happy you said yes to coming on. Thank you show. for having me. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love that you have started this and that you're helping people. I think it's awesome. Thank you. I couldn't have done it without you because I needed to discover my potential. <laughs> You're living it. You're living it. And I am forever cheering you on. Thank you. So if you loved this episode with Dr. Morgan coaching on Instagram, check her out. We're going to have a link of how to get in touch with her, her programs, her books um, in the show notes, but um, give her a follow leave your feedback on this episode on Apple podcasts and Spotify subscribe, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening. Bye. Well, after that chat, don't you wish you could spend some more time with Dr. Morgan, maybe in Montana, maybe even San Diego, California? Tap the show notes, grab my discount code, and sign up for her life-changing program and her retreat. I promise you, you will thank me. This Valentine's Day, don't let it be a lonely, miserable one when you can be living your literal best life in and out of the salon, spa, barbershop. Like 2024 is all about getting it done. So go watch this episode on YouTube. Leave your aha moments in the comments. Until next time. If you loved this episode, subscribe to the Beauty Pro Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so you never miss an episode. Don't forget to leave your reviews, stars, feedback so I can continue bringing the content you deserve and want most. Your feedback fuels this podcast. The more you give, the more you get back. You can follow me at The Beauty Pro Coach on Instagram and Facebook. Want to contact me directly? Email me at be free at goldentruthcoaching.com. <laughs>